0: And on front page with me this morning is Chandra Sakran Viraya, Senior Lecturer at Zyamin University, Malaysia, as well as Uriwi A.R., Assistant News Editor at Malay Mail. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, morning. Good, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Right. Now, uh, this was in the headlines. Uh, the p- Prime Minister repeated his promise to go, but dot, 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 um, he's continuously stressed that he will be passing the baton to PKR President, Dato' Sri Anwar Ibrahim, but opposition representatives have allegedly met him to convince him to serve out his full term. I guess the question is, would it be detrimental to the country if the Prime Minister changes midterm?
1: I I think if you ask me detrimental, I would agree it it may affect to a certain extent. But looking at the way things are moving, the, the landscape is changing. The political landscape in this country is changing. And uh, there's a lot of hustle and bustle about the transition process. If you ask me, uh, Dr. M uh, is a person who has got a foresight and he has planned, he has a lot of plans for the country. But having said that, he has always repeatedly, even in Turkey, he has said that he would keep up to his promise unless he has been cornered to a position where he would be forced to stay on. But, you know, in politics, uh, there there are different ball games played. Yes. You know, at the the backstage, people would pressure things and, and it goes on. But I think it is not good for the country to go into this mode at this juncture when the new government has taken over. So I think uh, you should allow the political process to go on and cut out all the backstabbing and, and, and backbiting and all these things that, that disturbs the entire political right. process. When
0: you say to let the process go on, does that mean for him to step down after his two-year promise or to continue for the full term? I
1: think we'll, we should let him decide. And it's between uh, the uh, uh, designated Anwar Ibrahim who is going to come in, it's between him and Dr. Mahathir to settle the issues that they have or uh, how... How they would want to plan the transition, it's up to them to to look into it. Right. I
0: now, think. it's interesting that the, the past president is in support of TUN, but they're also in a pact with UMNO. How... W- <laughs> Does mm. this work? Yeah, <laughs> I think it's
2: not so much being pro-Dr. Madi, but it's just uh, throwing any spanner that they can into Pakatan Harapan's plan because Dr. Madi has uh, stated that he will uh, pass over to uh, Dr. Shah So by basically putting the support behind Dr. Madi, they're just you know, trying to uh, sow confusion. and, and yeah, it, yeah, They're just trying to stoke mm-hmm. any right. chaos inside Pakatan. Right.
1: I, I, I think uh, it's a sinister move of uh, Paz and UMNO to come in and 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 trying to throw their support Mm -hmm. you must always see that Paz and and Dr. Mahathir they have a different kind of relationship you know there's always been NT and NT and and all of a sudden you can see Paz coming in throwing their support and it's it's a vicious kind of politics. Mm. I think uh, uh, people would see through their uh, sincerity in supporting Dr. M. I think it is just for political expediency. All of them have now want to instigate Dr. M. Mm. I think Dr. Mahadir is a very shrewd and intelligent politician. He knows what's happening on the mm. ground. He knows he would not give in to all this. He would know how to settle it, I think.
0: Okay, when we come back, we're going to take a look at this headline. Jolo's lawyers are trying to stop the kleptocrats from being screened. That's up next here on Light. And on front page with me this morning, Zurairi AR from Malay Mail and Chandra Sekaran Viraya, senior lecturer at Xiamen University, Malaysia. The Hollywood Reporter has reported that lawyers working on behalf of fugitive financier, I love that title, <laughs> Joe Mo, <Lowe laughs> has claimed by the Department of Justice to be one of the central figures behind the 1MDB conspiracy, and now a fugitive wanted by U.S., Malaysian, and Singaporean authorities, have sent letters to a number of distributors and platforms. Caring the movie The kleptocrats Asking for the film To be removed From their catalogues I'm just wondering Can these lawyers Actually stop this movie From being screened
2: <laughs> Zurairi Well this is not The first time Isn't it For Jolo to send a notice I mean he did it before With uh, Billion Dollar Whale The book Trying to get it Removed from bookstores But well Look how well That turned out <laughs> <laughs> I mean it became Best seller Because of that So yeah I don't think This would work And it, 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 you call it The stress on effect Where the more you try to uh, climb on something, the more popular you would get because people who, who previously didn't even know about documentary, about this documentary, for example, myself, <laughs> now you have heard yeah, about it and now you're, you're, you're curious about it, yeah, absolutely. and you will you will look with it. So I think you no know, wrong move. Uh, yeah, your thoughts,
1: I, I, I would agree. It's a wrong move. I think it's not going to shake the entire thing. Mm-hmm. They've already tried with billion dollar whale book and, and it didn't work. You know, even now, the entire footage, video clips and everything is out there. You know, people know about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. It's just to recap the whole thing. This documentary is there.
0: Now, could the screening affect the ongoing 1MDB trial?
1: No, I I, I don't think so. I don't think so. It would affect because the lawyers are aware, the judges are aware, the whole entire hearing committee is aware and and everything is there and people i i don't think to a small extent it may influence certain factual you know argumentations in in the court but i think to a large extent people are already very very aware of this entire case but to me i think it would not and i think Jolo would not succeed
0: Alright Your thoughts No I,
2: I agree with Chandra uh, I think the producers Themselves have said That uh, a lot of the material In the documentary Are publicly available So it's not It's yeah. not much Not, not much Nothing you know. I think the only way It could affect The case is If it manages to Pressure Jolo To return to court And you know well, That will <laughs> no, that, yeah.
1: be a good Good news you know We want Jolo yes. Back in the country Come I on
2: Jolo Come back <laughs> Come back man
1: Come back If you are a man You have to come back
2: Right.
0: Well, coming up, uh, according to the MACC, more than half of those involved in corruption are 40 years old and below. We'll take a look at that headline next here on Light. On Front Page with me this morning is Chandra and Viraya, Senior Lecturer at Xiamen University, Malaysia, and Zurairi A.R., Assistant News Editor at Malay Mail. And this is alarming. More than half of those involved in corruption are 40 and below, according to the Malaysian Anti-Corruption Commission. And they've discovered this, that over the last five years, those they have arrested are those age 40 years old and below. MACC Deputy Commissioner Prevention that the Shamshun Bahrain Muhammad Jamil said based on statistics from twenty fourteen until June of this year, four thousand eight hundred and sixty individuals had been arrested for corruption and two thousand five hundred and ninety-four, which is about fifty three point four percent of them, were of this age group. I, I don't know. In in your opinion, is this statement true? Zurayri?
2: Okay, well numbers don't lie, do they? I mean it's it's hard to argue when you have the statistics from MSCC itself. Well yeah, yeah. It's it, it it is shocking I mean, what
1: do you think yeah yeah i think i think it is really shocking to see this news and okay let's assume that this is right even if it's right or wrong it's going to be uh, a bad news for all of us you see at this very young age and and people have condoned and 53% have agreed uh, and then ukm studies shows that 30% students were open to accepting bribes you know yes, shocking. whatever the number is you know uh, the, the culture has changed because of what they see around in society, w- mm-hmm. how politicians behave, how s- world friend leaders behave. You know, They are on the take all the time. You you name it. and Everywhere it is there. The right. culture is there. So
0: is this a case of if you can't beat them, join them?
2: <laughs> is <there laughs> right? Perhaps. I mean, you see the statistics between 2014 and now, right? So it has to be after the 13th yeah. general election where I think a lot of us, I mean, you see corruption was derived with the previous regime. After the that election, so I think probably perhaps uh, like like Sandra said, I mean people see you know if others can get that money, why? why yeah. not them, why not yeah. yeah I think, I think it, that's, it,
1: it, that's the perception it's a, a slow effect you see this corruption business is not just uh, two years ago three years ago it started way back you know yes. so you you have to root this out from from the minds of the young you have to start it from the educational system itself teach them good values teach them the right way of mm-hmm. conducting yourself illegal money is illegal however you you, you get it wherever Spin you get it, it from yeah. yeah so this has to be instilled even from the primary schools in, into the hearts of the children Otherwise, this will go on and on for for ages. It will be on. You know, people's mentality is to make fast money and and in this fast-paced life, Mm -hmm. I will do whatever that it gets to achieve my ends. So the younger generation, it's too bad for us to to, to read this kind of news. I think it is not good for the society.
0: All right. Now, coming up, a fight on Android boxes to hit homes and consumers will look at that headline next year on Light. And on front page with me this morning, Zurairi AR, Assistant News Editor at Malay Mail, mm. and Chandra Sekaran Viraya, Senior Lecturer at Xiamen University, Malaysia. Fight on Android boxes to hit homes. That was a headline um, in yesterday's news. Uh, homeowners must be held accountable for consuming pirated content, says National Film Development Corporation, Malaysia Chairman at Hans Isaac. He said, I'm putting a paper together to propose that the owner of the house is responsible for the use of illegal. Android boxes, and it doesn't matter if the person is renting the house to another person who bought the device. He says the owner of the house will be responsible, and he said Finas was planning to set up a war room to tackle this digital piracy. <laughs> How can we monitor? How do we monitor digital piracy? What can they actually do? Uh,
2: I mean, trying to monitor usage at home is. I don't know, it seems a bit unrealistic for me. I think for the uninitiated, basically, these Android boxes are basically where you pay a subscription to a third party, basically a pirate who would siphon uh, the content from, for example, Astro and any other content provider and basically providing you on, on, on your own box uh, for a nominal uh, monthly fee. And that, that, that's how it works. But I think, I'm curious what MCMC is doing as well because you are seeing these boxes being sold openly yes. in shopping malls. It's not exactly a secret. I mean, yeah. everybody knows where they can get that one. I mean, right. people are promoting it to their friends on social media. I mean, it's not it's not that hard. I think it's easier more um, simpler to crack down to clamp down on, on these uh, sellers first before you go to the users
1: yeah I think I, I, think I would agree you know mm-hmm. you have to have a major scale Crack down on, on these sellers. Otherwise, where do you think these people get the, 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 the thing from? Yeah. Right. It's just sold openly, as you said. I agree. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you cannot go and go after the homeowners and whatnot. The root of the cause is people are selling it. Of course, there's a demand. There's a supply. Right. So you go and crack down on the supply first and then go after the people who own it or homeowners and whatnot, house owners or whatnot. So Mm -hmm. I think the root of the problem is do a major scale crackdown on those people who sell because they know there is profit there Mm -hmm. and and they keep on selling. And, you know, as he said, it's openly done. So I think but they say the Copyright Act and all that have to look in looked into. And I think that is a long process for you for us to wait. So meanwhile, let's. Act fast
0: Okay well you said At the end of the day It's demand isn't it So will it be possible To completely eradicate Digital piracy
2: Yeah of course When when we talk about um, Piracy right We have to look at Why people pirate I think there are A couple of reasons Uh, One is availability Some stuff Are just not Available legally uh, For example uh, Certain programs yeah. in this I mean even Let's say anime I mean more and more anime Are coming to Netflix now But uh, prior to this You cannot even It's even hard to get uh, Legal anime streaming Besides uh, you know For example Subscribing to Astro There's one channel Animax mm-hmm. I think Now you get it on Netflix I mean uh, for example There's a streaming app But even in Malaysia You cannot stream certain show Because of copyright issues So that's one thing And then second one Is censorship um, I think a lot of people Are very dismayed By the level of censorship That we put on ourselves I think just yesterday uh, There there was a story By Thomson Reuters uh, Slamming uh, Malaysia for its censorship Of the Rocketman movie And I think people Just want that choice Where you You choose for yourself Not not having a nanny state Decide what to censor And what not And I think the third problem Is perhaps I don't know Perhaps Monopoly uh, on certain mm-hmm. content uh, which inevitably drive prices up.
0: Well, coming up, Pera MB Wrong, Orang Asli can rightfully claim ancestral land. This is what the Malaysian bar president has explained just yesterday. And we'll take a look at that headline next here on Light. And on front page with me this morning, Chandrasekhar and Viraya from Xiamen University, Malaysia, and Zurairi AR from the Malay Mail. The Malaysian Bar President, Abdul Farid Abdul Ghafur, explained that the Orang Asli has the right to claim their ancestral land based on the precedent court judgments. Despite a contradictory remark by the Perak Men-Tri Basar. Abdul Farid said the Malaysian Federal Court and Court of Appeal have repeatedly recognized the continuity of the peninsular Malaysia Orang Asli's right to land and recourses for more than 20 years. What are your thoughts? Uh, why, why did uh, the Perak Besar Come up with that but you know, I, comment.
1: I think the issue was going out of hand, and he was uh, cornered to to say a few things about this orang asli issue. But I think he should be very very careful in saying what he has to say. He may have his own opinions on the on the matter, but when you okay. talk about uh, this legal issue of orang asli, our, our settlers there, they have every right to claim their customary land. That's what law says, and and the bar president, Malaysian bar president, also. A uh, stress that I think even people from the same uh, Pakatan Harapan people, mm-hmm. they have also stressed the legal aspects of it, the entire issue. I think Orang Asli issue is a very sensitive issue. Uh, I think due diligence has to be has to be exercised when you say something because there are people who have the statutory rights and and it's fiduciary, it's obligatory for the state governments to actually think about protecting their rights and giving them what they what they deserve. Mm-hmm. I think the Perang Mantri Basar should be more careful next time when he deals with orang asli issue I think
2: Yeah, this is not unique to the Mantri Besar he has in the past made several statements against the environment and pro-profit he is pretty much my own brand uh, so we have to remember here the issue here why Why, why did all this start it's because uh, the orang asli set up a blockade uh, to stop people from logging uh, mm-hmm. India in, 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 in yeah. protect the protected forest. So right. so we see here there's a conflict of making profit for the state and protecting what is basically uh, the indigenous and indigenous people of our land. Yeah. And we we, we, have, we have to stop making them second-class citizens. Yeah, because, that's true. Yeah, I mean d-
1: Very true. Does this
0: apply mm. to all states? I, I, I the,
2: think... The, the act itself is just for um, West Malaysia. Malaysia. West Malaysia. Okay. But, I'm, Malaysia. I'm, but I'm sure there are... Uh, relevant uh, laws in East Malaysia East Malaysia
1: but I think according to this act Aborigines People's Act 1954 it says it's protected by the federal constitution these people are protected by the federal constitution I do not know about Sabah and Sarawak but in Peninsula we have this provision so I think we cannot simply say they are aborigines and they are orang asli people and let's not you know brush them aside so let's let's view this very seriously and give them their rightful treatment you know when you deal with any issues dealing with them because they are people who are peace-loving people I think generally right that's my take on the issue
2: here's a trivia Uh, under the formal definition of Boimiputra orang asli is not (laughs) it's not included. So I think we need to yeah. change uh, amend that, our change constitution amend. to clear yeah. that. Yeah.
0: Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me this morning to look at the headlines on front page. Thank
1: <laughs> you. Yeah, thank you very pleasure. much. Thank
0: of course, uh, that was Ravi AR, Assistant News Editor Malay Mail, and Chandra Sekaran Viraya, Senior Lecturer at Xiamen University, Malaysia.